Hello you folks and welcome to another episode of Conventionally Unconventional. First of all, I really hope and pray that all of you are doing very 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 fine and you're taking care of yourself and your families and loved ones amidst this whole lot of chaos and uh just pray and help each other and let's just get through this through this great great disaster. Okay, so I have read the book Alchemist and um I know a very few people who say that oh we haven't read that book and we don't know about it so i as a person know that that majority of us has uh, gone through the book and many of us have liked it as well so there's something or the some lines that has always intrigued me about paulo coelho is these we are travelers on a cosmic journey stardust swirling and dancing in the ads and whirlpools of infinity life is eternal we have stopped for a moment to encounter each other to meet to laugh to share this is a precious moment it is a little parenthesis tenity and meeting the person today that is there on our show was a pure maktub there was no way we could have met otherwise and there is no way i could have it any other way it is his journey and my fate that we have met so imagine this thing you are in a foreign country traveling and teaching your mother tongue to a mass of people and then you move to the next country next mass new sunrises new sunsets and also a new you hola rodrigo welcome hola isbaria hola namaste <laughs> so how are you how's everything been there at your place Oh, everything is good so far. Uh, I'm stuck in Spain, waiting to go back to India, and <laughs> waiting to have some biryani again. <laughs> oh yes, so so biryani is your favorite food, right? Eh, uh, yes, with a lot of masala. Yes, uh, I would love <laughs> to have it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so Rodrigo. for the starters let's uh, talk about you right just tell me something about yourself na oh my oh no i have lived a lot of ups and downs in my life and i'm currently working as a spanish teacher in new delhi mm-hmm. and yes like uh, i studied tourism but then i ended up uh, doing a masters in spanish as a foreign language and here wow. i am now working in india So. Right. So so why choose India? I mean, uh you from Spain and uh I've I've since we spoke the last time, I've come to know that you've traveled so many countries. So why did you decide that you finally wanted to come to India? Well, uh, that's a that's a good question. <laughs> I'm still asking myself why I came to India. Uh, right. But I don't know, I guess it was destiny, you know. Uh, I right. I sent a lot of like uh, my CV to a lot of places and then India answered me the first and right. I said okay why not let's go to India and yeah it's been great so far yeah So tell me how many countries have you traveled and where all have you been uh, you know teaching Spanish for your work or for your studies 
Well, I've been, I have traveled, I have been in around 20 countries all over the world, uh, mainly in, in Europe because uh, I used to live in Germany. And then, uh-huh. I don't know, I, I used to, I, I don't know, when I, was, I also did a travel around the States and I taught some Spanish words to random people. And, and then I've been working in Spain with refugees and immigrants. And then I ended up in India. <laughs> So, so far India is like uh, the very first time I'm teaching Spanish in a foreign country. Yeah. Right. So you said you've worked a lot with refugees and immigrants, right? <laughs> yeah, so, that's right. So how was that experience? I mean, uh, it must have been very overwhelming for you, right? Uh, yes, like, I don't know, I, I was in the Red Cross and mm-hmm. in a sp- here in Europe, we have a lot of immigrants, especially from Africa. Right. And it was a, I don't know, like a nice, and a good way to earn experience. And at right. the same time, doing some good for the humanity, you know? And yeah, I don't know, right, right. In, after every class, I felt like uh, I was learning more than, than them, than that I was teaching right. So now that in India, what do you have to say about it? I mean, how has India treated you so far? Well, uh, uh, at the beginning, the first day I was like, oh my God, what, what am I? This is a chaos. <laughs> and, and I don't know, just rickshaws and just people coming around me. I don't know, I was looking like very new in the city, in New Delhi and I don't know, everyone was just coming and telling me, okay, I can take you there, I can take you there. And right. <laughs> I don't know, it was like, a, I don't know how to say it, overwhelm and, and a chaos. But then, I don't know, it's like a chaos which is organized, no? And I don't know. Right. <laughs> but... You, you loved it here. That's yeah. what you would say. At the beginning, it was a bit difficult. But then, right. day after day, well, I got used to it, and now uh, I'm in love with India. <laughs> yes, I mean, so so it must have been really very difficult to adjust to the time zone and a different set of people who mainly don't speak your language. So, how was your experience with that experience with learning Hindi, for that matter? <laughs> uh, well, like. Uh, about the time zone is not that bad. It's not just like three hours and a half difference between right. Spain and India. Right. But about the right. language, yes, because not everyone could speak English. And, uh-huh. and then Hindi, uh, I don't know. I learned thanks to my students. And, right. Well, I learned how to say like uh, well, some words like I can use in class, like uh, chupre mm-hmm. or jamosh. <laughs> And then, I don't know, some nice words like Dilse, Amirhe, and then right. <laughs> for the lecture, like Bye, Dai, Sida. <laughs> right. So, so, what is the most favorite thing for you to do in India? So, what are you looking forward to when you come back from Spain? Oh, first of all, the food. I want to eat Indian food again. Uh, Rajma, dal, biryani, right. uh, chole bature. Oh uh, my god. 
So you've had a lot of uh, Indian food, I must say that. Yeah, like I love Indian food. Like here in Spain, it's very difficult to find Indian food. So the first thing right. when I come back to India, I, I, I just want to eat these these dishes again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so when we spoke the other day, you said that uh, you were in Germany for some time, right? So, what yeah. was that program that you were a part of? Well, uh, I did an Erasmus year. I don't know if you know what is what this means, uh, Erasmus. Give me a hint of it, no? Yeah. Uh, well, Erasmus is like a program from the European Union, mm-hmm. and if you're studying a university degree in any European country from the from right. the European Union, uh, one one of the years of the university you can choose to study in in another country of Europe. Right. So I chose Germany, and mm-hmm. and yeah, and it was the best the best year of the university so far. Right. Yes. So from Germany, uh, you came, uh, you went to the states, right? Uh, yes. After Germany and after uh, finish my degree, I went right. to the states. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I went we... for seventy days by myself. Yeah. Right. So it was a solo trip, solo kind of a trip, if you might put it that way. Yeah, solo trip. Uh, I was a bit lost. I didn't like what I study. Like right. um, a lot of people, I think, uh, like, uh, they finish their, car- their careers, their degrees. Mm-hmm. But they've, I don't know, when they finish, they find out this is not what they want to do for life. Right. So I was feeling very lost. So I said, okay, I need to travel and think. Uh, what I want to do in my life. So I went for a solo trip and it was a bit crazy because I didn't have anything planned and it was like a day by day, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it really helped me. Like uh, I made up my mind and when I came right. back, mm-hmm. uh, I was completely sure I wanted to become a Spanish teacher. Right. And here I am. So what exactly changed uh, in the US trip that you decided that, okay, so this is what I'm going to do? Because what is happening, you know, I have seen so many people around me, including myself, that we are very confused about what we want to do, where we want to be. And sometimes we're not satisfied with the kind of work that we're doing. And it it becomes a, a difficult situation for everyone including you and people around you, specifically your family, because, you know, um, even they are worried for you because you've completed your graduation and you're still figuring it out what you want to do. So what exactly changed in that US trip that you decided, okay, so this is it. This is, you know, I found my way. So what was that thing for you? Well, um, I spent a lot of time by myself. So I had a lot of time to get to know myself better, no? Right. Because I think a lot of people, when they decide to study a, a degree, is because of family pressure, or because right. there is there are a lot of job opportunities with this. The, if you study this degree, right. But but then you study it and then you work in in this field and I don't know you're not happy. Maybe you are earning right. money, but you're not happy at all because it's not your thing. I think every person has a different intelligence, no? Like a Right. Some people are born to be dancers, some people are born to be 
painters, some people are born to teach languages, some people are born to be an engineer, but I don't know, you have to find your you have to find your true your true self, no? And and this trip helped me with this because I love languages. Every right. every 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 uh, all, like always. And in this solo trip I was staying in hostels and in every uh-huh. hostel I met people from Germany and then uh, people from all over the world, like uh, Netherlands, uh, from India, Australia, New Zealand, right. Brazil, and I was speaking to everyone. And then, oh, right. you're from Spain, oh, well, such a nice place, such a nice language, <laughs> blah, blah, I can teach you some words. And and then I really enjoy it. So and I said, okay, I think I could do this for life. Right. And yeah, it was a big change in my life. It took me around mm-hmm. one year. But right. now I'm completely sure I want to do this for life. Right. I mean, you, you, you could say that that year of your life was really worth it. You might as well have found yourself in a very different way, right? Yeah, 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 completely. Like, I don't know, I, like, it was, every day was a challenge in this trip. Every day. Right. Like, and so, um... When you look back uh, to to the previous version of yourself, because uh, as you said that you have met so many people, you have traveled so much, so there is a lot of influence on you uh, about different cultures and uh, different people, different way of thinking. So, uh, what has changed in you? What is different from uh, about this Rodrigo from its previous version? Well, before I I don't know I was. I wasn't sure about myself. I was very insecure, and mm. also my mind maybe was a bit close. And right. after traveling, you open your mind, no? and if you go right. like uh, with the flow, and you leave everything behind, mm. and you go with right. an open mind and with good vibes, uh, right. good good vibes, good people will mm. come to you automatically. Uh, right. Like, uh, I don't know, I, I, I didn't feel, I don't know, I wasn't scared or I wasn't feeling like uh, with right. bad vibes. And then okay. I was always positive, optimistic, and and I didn't have any problem during 70 days right. in the States. Right. So did it actually change your uh, value as well as uh, your thought process? I mean, yes, thoughts, obviously, but what about those hardcore values that you had uh, with yourself like I don't know like I have always felt like a foreigner in my in my own country because my father right. he, he grew up in Australia my father so Whoa, and my okay. mother my, my mother she is very Spanish so I was like my father taught me about the Australian culture culture which is very influenced by the American and the right. English one and and then my mother, from my mother's side, was very Spanish, so I was born between two cultures. Right. So it didn't really change me, like uh, these values. But right. I don't know. Sometimes when I don't know, you think you have some stereotypes about people, no, from a country. Right. But if you don't travel, how can you say? If you don't know anyone from that country, how can you tell these things about these people, no? Right. So. When you travel, you find out that these stereotypes, like most of them, mm-hmm. they are false, you know? and and yeah. then like when I came back and we have some thoughts and some like stereotypes and we think people from this country are 
uh, they are this way and I don't know, I had some fights because I've been there, no, I can right. tell by myself, I don't know, I've yeah. been there, I know what is going on in that country, I can tell you I have right. interact with the, that people from that country. Right. No, so it, it helped me to, I don't know, to eliminate these thoughts mm-hmm. and values of other people, no? Right, right. So uh, nowadays there's a common thing that uh, people from our generation specifically that are going through and um, that is depression. Many of them are suffering from this kind of depressions and um, it is really very big issue now that we think of it. Because previously we, we never thought of it as, uh, you know, this is something that we need to uh, take into consideration because we were scared uh, to share that, okay, yes, this this might be. because. Often uh, depression and uh, things related to it are, uh, you know, sometimes people uh, put it in a box or people relate it to the mental illness kind of category. So it becomes very difficult for people to come out and uh, really tell that, okay, so this is what I'm going through. So do you think that travel and journeys can help you open up your mind and uh, can relieve you or help you fight that phase of your life yeah I think it really helps but mm-hmm. like uh, you have to go with a very open mind you have to leave your problems at home and right. you have to you have to have on mind like uh, you want to change you know you're doing this trip to change yourself right you know, if you go with I don't know with another I don't know with another mind like uh, if you go with your problems the problems mm-hmm. will follow you wherever you go right so I think you have to go with uh, an open mind and just going with the flow mm-hmm. yeah okay let's see what happens <laughs> and, right right I mean let's I figure it out the way it, it goes yes and also if I don't know like uh, you cannot go to a place for two or three days and expect yeah. this will change you. You have to go for a couple of weeks minimum. Right. You know? Right. You need some time. You need to get used to the place. You need to interact with local people. You need to interact with people from other cultures. And right. Yes. And after this, I think it might change. Yeah. You might yeah. come back with an open, with a different mind. Right. I mean, so basically you have to go to that micro level down to, uh, you know, uh, interact with people and you really have to enjoy what you're doing. If you're traveling, I guess the most important thing is that you enjoy the way uh, the challenges and everything that travel has to put in front of you. So have you ever gone to a place and uh, did something local over there, like anything which, uh, you know, taught you different life skills? also well like uh, when I was in the States in this little trip uh, I ended mm-hmm. up in a farm in near Yosemite and, right. and I stayed there like uh, one month and a half I think one uh-huh. month almost one month I think I, I'm not sure and right. in this farm I don't know I, uh, I learned how to make goat cheese uh, how to make uh, ecological bread I used to feed the right. cows and I don't know. Right. It's, it's it's called woofing. It is the name. It it, it means the worldwide organization of organic farms. 
and right. I think it is in India as well. Yes. Yes, and like uh, this experience offers you to like uh, to I don't know in some in this farm, they gave me like a uh, food and accommodation for free, right. and I had to work like right. uh, five six hours a day. It wasn't much, wow. and and the, I don't know I used to cut like a wood for the winter. I don't know, it was it was very cool and and I, I don't know I really enjoy it. It was the best one of the best right. experiences of my life. Mm-hmm. Because that is what we shy away from. Because uh, India is such rich in its heritage, its culture. It is a highly uh, what do you say fertile country in general. But uh, we've seen very few people actually trying to learn about uh, such different different things. Because I don't know why, for some uh, reason, people from our own country are shying away from its culture and its heritage. And um, then there are people like who, you who come from a different land and um, you know you do stuff and it gives you a lot of experience and I don't know I mean I believe that everybody should at least once in a while go and do something different and something really uh, you know that will teach you life lessons I mean this thing is so rich and it's present so much in whole of our country that today if I decided okay so I want to go farming I can go anywhere but I don't know for some mysterious reasons uh, the youth of our country is not paying good attention to that and specifically right now because there's such a weird times and um, all these countries are suffering and the only thing is that we are able to get good food and uh, we are able to produce our own food because of the farmers that are there in countries be it our country be it any countries and they do so much uh, for our land and i really feel that uh, we should appreciate such people who are responsible for giving food to you at least the everyday essential life uh, essential things to you right yeah i agree with you i also think like uh... For example, the generation of our grandparents or parents, right? Uh, for them, education was very important, no? And education was a way to right. go out of poverty. And, right. But now, like uh, almost everyone uh, have access to education, almost everyone right. goes to university, and yes. now there are thousands of engineers, thousands of teachers, thousands of any profession. We have a lot right. of competi- competitivity and right. and I don't know, like uh, we are f- fighting with this mentality of our parents and grandparents that they tell us study, study, study. But, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, sometimes we need, I think, to stop and right. think of what we want and go back to their origins, like uh, go back maybe right. to the countryside to learn where things come from where the food comes from, right. to learn right. about the hard work of the country, countryside. Right. And, and then I think you will, I don't know, you will, you will know how to do with your life and better, right. I think. Because yeah, for I mean, example, so many problems. Yeah. Yes, here in Spain, like uh, my family, uh, mm-hmm. my grandmother, she has like a small land with 100 olive trees. Right. And we go every year to pick up olives, and it's a very hard work. Wow. We have to right. we hit we hit the tree with a long stick, and then 
the the olive come down and then we make olive oil wow and it's, it's a hard it's a hard work but like uh, right. I, I have i have been doing it all my life and my father said okay if you don't study this is what is waiting for you hard work <laughs> right and, and then you appreciate everything like as uh, you i don't know you right. work hard right. you don't complain that much Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because basically we we have been given everything on a golden platter right in front of us. And when we go and when we see that people uh you know are striving and working really really hard for their daily life. So we we learn to appreciate a lot of things in our life, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um What is the most important thing that India has uh, taught you in all your journeys here? Food. <laughs> yes, uh, apart from good food, obviously. Well, like uh, to be patient, maybe. <laughs> well, I was patient yes. before, but I had to prove my patience again because sometimes I don't know. Is uh, so? Have you learned bargaining or no? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I usually go with with some friends. I mean, or, the local people. Yeah, with local right. people. Okay, can you please? Okay, I will hide somewhere. Yes. Uh, don't be right. afraid. Uh, just do it. Just right. go for it. And if like I will learn by making right. mistakes, no. And right. don't be afraid of making mistakes because you will learn from them. And right. Sometimes, okay, I right. have made a lot of mistakes in my life and while traveling and. Right. But every experience, every country, every person mm-hmm. will teach you something. You just need a vision to look. Uh, you know, if, if what has a person, a person to you, got to offer you. So all you need to, you know, see through the person. Yeah, well, when after when you get when. The more experience you have, the I don't know, the right. you know more how people are, no, and how they will treat you. Just by looking at right. them, you will know how that person thinks and mm-hmm. how that person will. I don't know. Yeah. I just with the first contact, I, I can right. tell you. I don't know, no 100% sure, but I can tell you who this person is. When you were teaching uh, this language, uh, Spanish in India, what are uh, those complications or hurdles that you uh, you know have faced so far because it, it can be difficult to sometimes explain uh, some some facts, some things to the people. So how how Well, I, I think so I'm quite popular in India as a teacher. <laughs> and because yes. I don't know I, uh, right. what what I what I face like uh, normally Indian students they when they are learning another language right. they usually think in English no they they when they want to translate they think in English but right. they think of English but sometimes Spanish right. for example has sometimes more similarities with Hindi than with with English like uh, for example apke right. sehe This this formal you tum kaise ho? In Spanish we have also different form for formal, right. no? Or, or for example, mujhe uh, chocolate pasan hai. Like uh, this expression is very similar to Spanish oh. as well. And 
o por ejemplo de gender bada larka badi larki but I think it's very useful to understand the students from India and because also right. it's a language especially Spanish yes. uh, I, uh, I don't know I, I don't know Indian students are I don't know, they, most of them they were willing to learn and it was very easy and also they are very participate very competitive and also teaching right. through games right. it was very useful and right. yes and then talking about food right. in class also was very useful <laughs> you can always yeah right so uh, Rodrigo it was it was really really very nice talking to you and um you know so what have you uh, decided uh, you know in future i mean are you going to come back to india and teach or you know which next country uh, you will be well, have you decided uh, anything moment, so far uh, i want to go back to india and then then i'm not sure uh, probably i would like go i would like go back to germany uh, yes uh, right. I, i don't know I still want to improve my german or uh, Yes, and after that, I don't know, like you said, then another country, another country, another country, a new culture, and always learning. As a teacher uh, in your class, what what have the students taught you? Because uh, it's, it's teaching is basically uh, an interchange of uh, thoughts and process. So what what is the biggest lesson um, that your students have taught uh, you so far? Hmm. Uh, I would say woman. The situation of women in India, yes, like uh, still the mm-hmm. this system of castas, caste is very, is very like uh, important yeah. still. And for me, I don't know. In Spain, you yes. love with I don't know you, you can marry any person, no. But here in India, some families they right. have issues with it, no. If you're a foreigner or if you are like a Uh, an inferior caste right. you cannot uh-huh. marry with this person I don't know this for me was right. very tough but right. still like uh, I met most of my students although they have to follow what mm-hmm. their father says but they don't right. want this for the their daughters or sons so I think I have the hope right. like a uh, I don't know. I think India will change in the next years, especially this mentality, because especially the woman they don't they don't right. want this for the children. I'm talking about my students. I don't know about right. everyone. I don't want to generalize, but yes. So, Rodrigo, really, really, really nice talking to you and having you here. So, um, how how is your experience? I mean, talking to me, talking to hey, everything. How was uh, it so far? was great uh, i really like to share my experiences and and yeah it was sometimes it's good to yes release no these thoughts you have on your mind and to share with them right. i hope i can influence some right, people right. And, your life is basically all about uh, sharing thoughts learning new things and uh, you know influencing people or you know teaching them new things and and you're doing a very incredible job i can say that i mean because i've seen uh your your method of teaching and i'm i'm really impressed <laughs> uh, over the way you teach so um 
<laughs> it was really nice having you here we come to the end of our episode folks and uh, this was rodrigo for you today and um if you do know anybody from your life who has really made you see oh that's incredible or uh, you know whom you think has something different to offer to the world or whom you think that those thoughts uh, can make a change in the society do write to me at the chaoticpeace29@gmail.com or dm me at the chaoticpeace and um, i will include all your stories and everything in my next episodes until then stay safe stay home most importantly this is aishwarya signing off for the day thank you